Hi everyone, happy new year! Welcome to Fix the World with me, Katie Tracy, and our gorge Sam Avery. You right, Sam? Ah, yeah, I'm good, thanks. How are you? Happy New Year. Uh, happy New Year. Yeah, all the best, all the best. It's Finn with the water. It's Finn with the water. Happy New Year, Finn. Happy New Year, Finn. Th- thank you very much. Can I just say, um, Finn, our um, pop star, who's been in the charts with uh, Have a Word. Oh, yeah, yeah. Have a Word with the... Uh, the I actually the know Christmas. someone who is uh, a big deal. I'm made up. It's great. Yeah, look at him. Look at him there, mincing out. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. uh, so we're starting the new year off with a bottle of water each. Sponsored by Highland Cheers. Things. Cheers. Um, I don't know about you, but I need to get my uh, health in order after consuming like food and drink like a Roman emperor for the last two weeks. Yeah, me too. It's been I'm amazing. Gonna get, I'm going to end up with gout or something. I, I think I've got some kind of like, I don't know, diabetic problem on the, on the horizon. <laughs> I just feel just but the thing is I don't really want to change my ways I just want to keep eating and drinking because it's so much fun why in God's name hasn't someone just invented some kind of supplement that you take to keep everything tickety-boo whilst you overindulge I think they have it's called crystal meth and we're going to be uh, delving <laughs> into that in a live episode we're going to Instagram live the crystal meth how to fix crystal meth how to, we'll be throwing out little raps into the audience <laughs> that's going to be that's going to be great but uh, I've just been like drinking every day, eating every day. There's a gingerbread house in our house in the kitchen that my wife and the kids made. And I don't think I've walked past it without eating some of it Aww. for about 10 days now. Is the roof gone? The roof's gone. Oh, the whole thing. Yeah. It looks like it's gone. to the gable end. It's go- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the stanchions have gone. <laughs> the, uh, the, the, the master bedroom is the only thing remaining. And the septic tank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even that's nice because it's filled mm. with ice. And, mm, that's a tasty one. <laughs> But I've just been, it's, so today's my first day of like being back on the wagon and I'm just so Abstinent. hungry. Are you doing dry January? I'm a bollocks now. I tried that last year and then they closed the schools again and I thought, fuck this. <laughs> Do you remember at the start of January 2021, they, they went, oh yeah, the schools won't close. And then they went, oh, by the way, the schools are closed. And I was like, yeah, and that's dry January. Yeah, gone. I think I got two weeks into dry, dry January last year and I was just like, why am I even doing this? Who, Who's it helping? I forgot spon- how to drink. Not being sponsored to do it. No, you can't I drink forgot water. how to drink water because it's not that so was why You could have poured it from a height and not <laughs> dropped a drop. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, the, the dry January is so boring, I find. Yeah, I just, I'm not doing it. I, I, I really just refuse to. It, it's just bullshit. I think it's good to give up stuff that you don't already do anyway because then it's easy, isn't it? Like yeah. my mate for, for Lent, he gave up carling for Lent. And I said, do you drink Carl? And he went, no. Yeah, <laughs> so, me and my son gave up orange juice for Lent. Oh, right. And he drinks Ribena. So okay. I was like, well, you're not really giving anything up. <laughs> not giving up Ribena for no one. <laughs> Jesus or otherwise. So uh, did you have a nice Christmas and New Year? It was all right, yeah. You're not a big fan of Christmas, are no, you? No, I'm not. No. I put it out there, I really don't like Christmas. Have you ever thought about becoming Jewish? Um, no, because it, it would attach another religion to... <laughs> and the amount of religious like celebrations they have. Oh, they have a lot. Being even bigger, Paulie. No, thank you. They do have a lot, yeah. Easter and Christmas is bad enough, and I don't really even observe Easter now that I don't get Easter clothes off me, Mum. Easter clothes? We used to get Easter clothes when oh, we were kids. really? Yeah. Ah, what um, What does that entail? Like bunny outfits? No. <laughs> <laughs> like a little outfit, little like, um, at one year I got a walker tracksuit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you remember walkers and Rossinis? I remember the crisps, but I don't remember the tracksuits. So people of my age or your older will probably remember walker. They were like Sergio Tashini styles. So they were navy blue yeah. with a, a white stripe around the middle and a red collar. They were like really horrible, like horrible. <laughs> like 
if you watch anything about schools from the 80s, generally the head of peas walking around in something similar. Ah, uh, I can get a good image um, in my head then, yeah. But when you li- when you were little, it'd just be like a little little dress with buckskin shoes and, you know, it's Was that proper. to go to church? To church no, we didn't go to no. church. The only time I went to church as a kid... Um, was one of my friends, Paul Conway, was a chorus, a choir boy in St. Joseph's in Kirby. So he used to sneak us in when they had choir practice. I don't know why. We were a little bit fascinated by Catholic <laughs> Catholicism. And so then we'd go into my house and we'd play mass. And he used to cut... <laughs> You'd play mass? <laughs> he used to cut circles in a loaf, in like a slice of bread. I'd roll it out with a rolling pin and cut circles in it. And we'd give each other communion. Oh my God. Well, it's Because we were like, it was proper like Thornbird scenario. We were like really fascinated by like the Catholic Church because I'm not from a religious background at all. Well, it is a fascinating thing and it is a good job that you didn't sneak into a synagogue because you might have been trying to circumcise each other. <laughs> or well, afterwards. Let's play circumcisions yeah. or whatever it is that the, the ceremony they do that. Let's become nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be a nonce Well you're not playing then No we used to go I was in the brownies For circa four weeks And <laughs> um, we went on Mother's Day Because you got free daffodils Oh that's handy So we used to go And get the free daffodils And give them to our mums As presents <laughs> Just join every year Yeah When really freebie. you could just go And pick some off the central reservation If you were that much of a yeah, cheapskate find the lamppost That way you wouldn't have to Get involved in the hymns <laughs> Brownies and Cubs I went to Cubs for a bit uh, just to play in the football team and that was all weird about you know it was all about gods and Jesus and you know I was only there to play left back and yeah it's a cult it's team. a religious cult it, is. it was just for parents to get the kids out the house for an hour yeah it is totally what's the difference between a cult and a religion the, n- the numbers that's yeah. all popularity because yeah. like you say like even Catholicism it's just dead odd isn't it Eat this. Eat this. Drink don't this. Eat, don't eat this on this day. Yeah, that's weird. All religion should be banned. Yeah, it's all it's all nonsense, isn't it? But uh, I'm, I do like Christmas. Having said that, so without without <laughs> yeah, but you know, you've got little kids, and it's fun when the kids are little. Yeah, they, yeah, they loved it. Although the the they do need some time apart. We all need some time apart. It's oh, yeah. great to be here with you today. It always is, but especially just to get away from your family, who I love dearly. For just a couple of hours, because I think we all just need a little bit of time. Oh, definitely. What's that song? We need some time to breathe. That that that's what we need. I want to hear the full version of that. And <laughs> I, I don't even know what song it is. Anyone else does? I just know that's the bit <laughs> that I know because no, you do. You, after a certain amount of time in the house with your loved ones or loved one, in my case, I'm ready or liked to ones. just throw myself out of the top floor window. I said that like I lived in a really tall house. Yeah. Throw myself off the east wing roof. <laughs> Land on my staff. <laughs> yeah. Well, I must admit, the one thing I do love about Christmas is the food. Oh, the food's amazing. Food and the drink. Fantastic. The dr- what have you been drinking? Um, I've had loads of Prosecco, which I shouldn't because it gives me bad heartburn. <laughs> Everything gives me bad heartburn now. When I was young, if I had too much to drink, the next day I'd be like, oh God, I feel a bit tired. Now I'm thinking in, along the lines of... God, I wonder how much fatty tissue I've got on my liver. I wonder if I'm starting to develop um, symptoms of diabetes too. Like, that never used to happen. I never used to give a shit about stuff like that. It does play in your mind though. Now right. every, every crisp, every cracker is a potential death sentence. <laughs> this could be my last ever Pringle. It'd be the last cheese of my life. So let's make it a big one, <laughs> big chunk. Yeah, I've been shoveling cheese into me gob. I've been eating, you know, biscuits, uh, that gingerbread house brownies ice cream we got this ham this ham was fantastic eating ham in the morning before you got dressed straight from the fridge i think it's one of the most underrated pleasures in life yeah i am um, 
I make the best, as you've said before, the best part of Christmas food is the leftovers. So I make gammon and Coca Cola like Nigella, yeah, that's and good. that was fit. But then um, the day after Christmas, I had loads and loads of leftovers. So I just chopped it all up and put it in the roasting tin and put it in the oven. And then put loads of gravy all over it and oh. made loads and loads of bubble and squeak. Oh. And then I put some in containers and I still got them in the freezer. Oh, damn boy. That sounds amazing. <laughs> that sounds like pornographic. But Just. but my fella doesn't know that there's some in the freezer. He never checks the freezer. <laughs> So I'll, I'll wait until he's out of the house and I'm going to just eat it all. Secret stash. Yeah. That's the way, isn't it? What have you been drinking mostly? Um, bit of everything, really. Lager, wine, Prosecco. Uh, whisk, got a lovely bottle of whiskey for Christmas. Love that. Couldn't tell you what it's called. I'm not cultured, but I know it's nice. And it's nicer than, you know, bells or whatever. Oh, you know where to go? You know Hotel Chocolat? And we've mm. had... It sounds stupid when a scouser says Hotel Chocolat because it's just... It, you got to say it in the French... Vernacular Hotel Chocolat. Hotel Chocolat. Well, I got Hotel Chocolat Christmas crackers special offer the day before Christmas Eve. Thinking these are going to be good. They come with a little miniature of one of the little chocolate. So it's like mint chocolate liqueur, cream liqueur or whatever. So I was dead excited thinking, God, these crackers cost me 12 quid. They should have been 20. was made up. They even had an alarm sticker on them. That's how posh they were. And when we pulled them, (laughs) no fucking hats in them. No hats. No. Well, they're probably seen as like sorry peasant Only behavior. Who said that then? <laughs> people who, who shop in hotel chocolat probably look down on those. But the whole point of the hats. Christmas cracker, let's face it, the is hat. the hat. The hat. You got to look like a dick, haven't you, for a bit? The and I was thinking, shit. the hats in it, like the hats in this cracker is going to be amazing. Yeah. And I'm going. There's no hat. And my brother's going. Yeah, but there's a 50 cl bottle of cream liqueur. Like, choose choose what you want most. Well, I want a hat. I want a hat most. They should have those crackers. They should have Rennies in them. Oh yeah. Because I didn't buy any Rennies. I normally stock up on Rennies before Christmas, and I didn't buy any. And just talking about them now, I'm getting a little bit of heartburn. Yeah. I think it's oh, memory. just like a little shot of morphine, so you can just sleep oh, through yeah. the worst part. That'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I, t- I, t- I didn't have a Rennie till about the 29th of December. So I had That's a few. some going there. Oh, I know. I had some really, really tough times. I was going through. Just 29th. You didn't have. So. You didn't need to have one, or you just I needed one earlier, but I didn't have any. So and we were at, at my wife's mum's, so I couldn't go at any shops anywhere. But I bought a big box now, and I reckon yeah. I'll be on them till about the tenth. Or is it a big bottle like a, in a hamster cage, but like a big bottle of Gaviscon with a little pipe, so you didn't bend, you just go. <laughs> <laughs> well, like the morphine shots you get in hospital, where you can press the button oh after ten minutes and you just get a little shot of Gaviscon. Yeah, that would be really, really good. Because today's my first day of. I'm trying to do this thing for January. I'm calling it. There's a Japanese word, and I can't remember the Japanese word, but it, it's something like kuchibushi or something. But the translation is lonely mouth, and it means that kind of eating that you do when you just you just got a bit of a lonely mouth and you just want to put something in your mouth. You I mean, that sounds like it could a, be a, a sexual, a, like under, like yeah. bukkake. Yeah, what does, what, if if the Japanese you're talking about means lonely mouth, I'm sure it's it always sounds dead like it sounds exotic, but it could just be absolute filth. Could be absolute filth. Bukkake I'm doing in February. January's all about <laughs> yeah, snow snacks. Yeah. Bukkake February. <laughs> let's let's all get on board. <laughs> so uh, join a queue, everyone. I'm ready. Well, I will be when I've lost a few yeah. a few pounds, but I'm just doing it to feel good. But anyway, I'd, so like. I always, we've talked about this before, but that last hurrah before you start healthy eating. And the last Fandango. Oh, you call it the um, last Fandango. How many last Fandangos have you had in well, your life? In my I'm life, probably a thousand. <laughs> you know, and a lot of time I don't start the diet to the next last hurrah just starts the next day. So I just constantly just end up, you know, eating more food than ever. So last night was me and Rachel's last hurrah and it was like 
were doing this. So we got a massive takeaway and it was disgusting. The amount of Aww. food we got. And I tell you this, without going into graphic detail, I woke up at three o'clock in the morning and went for a poo that I don't ever want to have to do again. And and it was just the kind of moment when you're thinking, I've got to sort myself out here. But Joker, don't get this is not right. <laughs> it felt like the entire Christmas of twenty twenty was coming out my bum. So yeah. yeah, that's 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 the bad side. No one talks about that side of Christmas, do they? No. The, the, oh God! Yeah, imagine working the amount in, of shite. Imagine working in the sewage industry oh. around this time of year. They must be like on high alert, mustn't they? They must think we're going to have to find more rivers to pump this shit into it. You know, like the like the national grid has to be aware. Like in in half time and like the World Cup final, yeah. if England are playing. They're like, right, we're going to have to like <laughs> put the big switch on for this one, lads. <laughs> Everyone's going to make a cup of tea in these outfits. Yeah. It's like bonfire night for the fire brigade, isn't it? You've got to you got to have all your best yeah. men ready. Christmas night from like nine o'clock until. Nine o'clock the next day, the people in the, in the national sewage oh. office are just like, we can't go back. Yeah, they're getting all sorts of people in. Like, they, they get loads of students to be extra postmen. Well, they used to, didn't they, before Amazon? Yeah. And they're just, uh, oh, yeah, that'll be a hard Casual, one. casual sewage staff. Casual sewage staff required. Hey, listen, we're really lowering the tone of all, like, bukkake. Yeah. Shitting. Can I talk about something slightly nicer then? Yeah. Just before we get on to our subject this week. I miss my Amazon guy. My Amazon delivery guy, I miss him. Because I've seen him twice a day for about three weeks and I haven't seen him now in about ten days. And no, I just hope he's I'm, all right. I'm glad he's I'm glad ours has got the day off. I'm well, glad he's got, got a bit of time off. off. I hope he's got a day off. I just I just wish he could spend his day off with me. <laughs> we could frolic through some fields together. Well I missed I missed the postman to tip him. And I missed the window man. So I've got to wait for him to come. But I saw the bin men as they went past and um I thought, I'll run out now. So I ran upstairs, got some money, got my key, threw my shoes on, went outside. And by the time I got outside our door, the bin wagon was about, I don't know, it was that far away. So instead of just going, I'll catch them next time. Didn't I do the heroic thing and I jogged right up the street to catch them? <laughs> and I gave the bin man some money and he was just like, thanks. And I was like, I hope you share that. I was like, How none of the other bin men have seen me give you this money. So uh, they, d- they might not oh. find out that I've... But that's not why you do it, is it? That's not why you do it. You don't do it to be seen. But I wanted them to. Sh- I hope you they shared it. Share it. They'll though. share it, won't they? What do you give a bin man in this day and age? We, I gave him twenty quid. That's nice. That's really generous. I saw the bin man outside our house, and one of them had a Father Christmas hat on and a beard, and he was sh- he was shouting ho ho ho. I mean, it might have been the real Father Christmas. Who knows? Yeah, it was after Christmas. Times are hard. So we yeah, we've all had to retrain <laughs> in, in the middle of COVID, haven't yeah. we? Yeah. Um, and I, I did think I should go and give him some money. I was in my underpants and I, I thought he, he'd probably rather not have that image in his head. And I would have had to run down the street after him in my flip flops. Flip flops and your undies waving <laughs> 20 pounds. They're like, oh, there's Sam again. The big Christmas gut swinging from <laughs> here to thither. There's Sam again trying to give people 20 pounds in his undies. <laughs> yeah, it's that Christmas tradition. Come on, kids, join along. So uh, it's the new year and we're going to fix something topical this week, aren't we? Fixing New Year, guys. Fixing New Year. So, why don't we start off with New Year's Eve? Are you a New Year's Eve kind of gal? I am against <laughs> any. Ki- I know I'm a mis- I'm a miserable bitch. I'm not bothered. I am against any kind of forced fun. New Year's Eve is forced fun in my eyes. Yeah. Um. However, I did have fun this New Year. <laughs> Um, was it unforced? Well, no, it was in in our local um, 
the landlady who's recently took over had left it too late to get somebody to um, perform on New Year's Eve, or she'd left it too late to get a karaoke person, and she's quite she's quite shy herself. So that was no no go. And I just said, look, I'm gonna be there anyway. I don't mind hosting the karaoke. Oh, that sounds like fun. Um, and she went, okay. So she just paid me in prosecco, and um, that must have cost her a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a laugh. It was great. But when you you know when you you you're a little bit drunk and you go, oh, well, I'll be here anyway. I'll do it. I'll host the karaoke. I've never hosted the karaoke in my life. I'm not a natural um, chanteuse. And um, when way. you've had a few drinks and you're on the karaoke and you think that you sound boss and yeah. you pick all like your easy songs. So I was like, but to open the karaoke because you've got to sing oh, God, the first yeah. song. When everyone's like cold. Oh my! I was shaking like a shitting dog. Yeah, it was sober. I sung one song. What um, did you sing? Take your mama out tonight (laughs) by the Scissor Sisters. But the worst part about it is right. So everyone does this when you're in your car and you're having a car concert. You are the star of your concert all the time, and everybody loves your work. Yeah. So I've sung this in my car numerous times, singing along with it. Um, it's it's a good it's a good one to like get people in the mood. So I, I sung it, but you know the bit where it goes, do it, take your mama out all night. Yeah. Well, I'll try and do that so well without, <laughs> without the, the without mistaken, you know, pomposity of having the drink that yeah. you need to be able to carry that song off. Or to have the accompaniment of the in, original artist Holy underneath. Holy shit, man. It was, and <laughs> I could see people who... Not even people who were regulars in the pub who didn't know me from Adam. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do the scissors, and I did it, and I couldn't. That bit was so high, and I, I, they were watching me, and I was like, I know what you're looking at. I stopped mid white mid song, and I was like, I can tell why you're looking at me, and I hope it gets better too. <laughs> Is that what you said? <laughs> <laughs> so then I went to the bar, and I had a bottle of Bex and two Jaeger bombs, and then I come back, and oh. it was like, um, I can understand why um, people do like hard drugs to perform yeah. at a level regularly because I, I, you'd have to because once you get into that zone and sometimes the Jager bomb does that to you like being in a rock band I would say hard drugs are a prerequisite I think you'd have keep to keep up that you? level of energy and not giving a shit yeah because yeah. having a cup of tea before you go out and going first balls deep into Scissor Sisters it's not a good it's idea it's not right is it would well, you remember when the singer from Keen Said he was uh, he was quitting cocaine, and everyone was like, "You're quitting cocaine? You were shit as it was like. Don't oh. quit! Don't quit the drugs. You were terrible anyway. How boring are you going to be now?" But good on you for like you know recognizing that it wasn't going how you wanted it to go. Somewhere only we know that was written uh, while he was on cocaine. Yeah, he was on cocaine. Yeah, Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ! Imagine, imagine if he. <laughs> That's a bold. First song though, take your mama out tonight. I just feel like I owed it to the audience to <laughs> I owed it to my audience. I was like, you know, if if I expect you to make a show of yourselves, I've got to make a show of myself too. That's true. Yeah. So I wouldn't expect anyone to do something I wouldn't do myself. How, how many songs did you sing in the whole night then? Oh, about five. Oh, that's not too bad. But there was like loads of people singing. Right. Um every, everybody it's it's good in my local, everybody gets up on the karaoke that's and good. it's yeah. and it's nobody sings the same song. Sometimes, me, me and Chris, I think I've told this story where me and Crystal used to go to the karaoke on a Friday after work, and it got to the point where we'd walk into the pub, and the karaoke fella would go, all right, Kate, all right, Crystal, and we'd be like, we need to start doing something different on a Friday. <laughs> and then, but when we got there, it was always before everybody else got there, it was quite early, because we, like, peak early and then have to go home. But we, we picked this this game, it was called karaoke roulette, so the DJ was in on it. 
where we'd go up and pick songs for each other. But you know, when they have like the ticker tape across the top of the screen, going yeah. next up is Kate with la la la. So we go, don't put the ticker tape on because she doesn't know what I'm picking for. Oh uh, right! And it was a great and entertaining game. And then That's... it got then the DJ is like, are we playing tonight? <laughs> 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 Got to find someone else to go on a Friday. But anyway, that was fun. I did enjoy New Year's Eve, but I don't enjoy when midnight strikes and no. you're expected to like kiss and hug people. No. Which, you know, COVID has, has saved us from that. Yeah. I, I've not been out on New Year's Eve, like out, out for probably, I don't know, 10, 12, 13 years now. Uh, I remember going, I used to go to this club in Liverpool every year and just get absolutely smashed. Which one? Crazy Owls? Shibuku. Oh. Which was like a sort of like funky That sounds like another one of those Japanese words that you said from Yeah, yeah, Shibuku. I'm doing Shibuku this month. I'm doing Shibuku all over the place. (laughs) Mainly in car parks around the northwest. Um, So yeah. I I used to hear a Shibuku and think, I bet that's a really cool place to go to. It was, it was great. And it was always cheap on New Year's Eve because they just had the the, the resident DJs in. They didn't have any big like stars in. What kind of music did they Funky House, you know, it was like house music, yeah. Funky. Funky House. Hey, Funky House. Funky House. I know it sounds really (laughs) stupid when you say it out loud, but (laughs) it was, uh, but I remember going out, this is years ago. So hang on, probably about 2007 was probably the last time I went out. And I used to go to this club years before that and I was like I felt like I was you know knew everyone in there and it was and then I went for a ciggy in 2007 and I came back in and my glasses had steamed up so I stood on the dance floor trying to unsteam my glasses and I was just thinking I'm too old for this place now yeah. <laughs> everyone's going mad around me with glow sticks and I'm just going yeah just a bit more and I'll be able to see oh. <laughs> anyone got any wood binds <laughs> so yeah but I'd, I I mean I've worked on New Year's Eve quite a lot yeah doing, doing stand-up which Again, I, I I never used to want to work on New Year's Eve, but now I'm quite happy to because they tend to be quite nice audiences on New Year's Eve. No one's too smashed. Anyone who wants to go and see comedy on New Year's Eve yeah. is not the type of person who really wants to get smashed on New Year's Eve. No, not at all. Although I was in Nantwich this New Year's Eve and there was a group of I girls. I thought you were going to say Nam. Then I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I've been Glad to Nantwich. <laughs> you wouldn't know, man. You weren't there. You weren't there. <laughs> But the, there was a group of girls who nearly got kicked out right at the start of the show because they were absolutely smashed. And the, the, apparently the bouncer just said, don't make this the shortest New Year's Eve out you've ever had because there is literally fucking nowhere else to go in Nantwich. That sounds like a proper threat, though. A proper threat. Don't make yeah. this your last New Year's yeah, Eve. Like he's going to kill them. Bitches. Maybe that's... But anyway, they, they quietened <laughs> down and settled down, so whatever he did, it was the right thing. Um, but I, 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 I did used to enjoy going out New Year's Eve and, uh, you know making a big night of it but it is just a load of bollocks i just used to treat it as like a normal i prefer house parties on new year's eve they're good but yeah. nobody has them anymore really nobody's allowed to have people around the house at the moment are they no I suppose, I suppose my friend are. my friend faye threw the best new year's parties and she was like the hostess with the mostest and at midnight she'd have a tray of fizz on the sideboard in the hall and she'd give us all a piece of coal and a coin to go outside and sing all lang syne so we could bring it back in with us That's as like nice. a position. And then we'd all have our little glass of fizz and she'd have a long frock on and we'd all just be like, this is the best New Year's party yeah. ever. That sounds very classic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it was it was lovely. We used to have a lovely time. I spent a lot of my New Year's Eve just absolutely just smashed beyond belief, just mm. like wandering around or dressed up. I used to do fancy dress on New Year's Eve quite a lot. Uh, Elvis, I dressed up as one year. Um, and then it got to like... Must have been late on the first of January. I was still still up at a party, still dressed as Elvis. <laughs> it was like, no one else just, dressed up. 
No one else dressed up, just me going, oh, oh, oh. yeah, stop Nobody suing. really has fancy dresses anymore, do they? Not, not like they used to. Maybe it's just that we don't really go out mm. or go to parties anymore. Maybe let us know if you're watching, you still do. So do you like New Year's Eve then? Not really. I like New Year's Day now. I do, because I like the kind of, the, the fresh beginnings of a year and like anything could happen that year, couldn't it? You know anything. what? Loads of people hate January and I love January. Mm. It's my favourite month. Is it your favourite month? Yeah, because I go, it's just a absolutely, any, this year's, yeah. it's a new year. It's great, isn't it? You know, let's, it generally turns out to be a shit show. It always does. But, but at this point, we don't know. The optimism's there. We don't know, yeah. And that's the, you know, I'm an Everton fan and you go the game with the hope that something might get better. And that's what January is every, yeah. every year. It's like this year, I, I say to Rachel, this year it's going to be our year. I don't know what that means. <laughs> it just means nothing, does it? But it's just a fucking stupid thing to say. But I like that, you know, endless possibilities, yeah. new beginnings. You can, you know, make plans for the year. You can think, right, what am I going to achieve this year? Um, I do think news resolutions are a load of bollocks, but it's a good time to take stock in it and think about what you're going to do that have year. Have you ever stuck to a New Year's resolution? don't think I ever have. No. In fact... No, because I've always had ones like, I'm going to, I'm going to, maybe if it's like, I'm going to join the gym, I've done that, because that's just filling out a form. But if it's been like a lifestyle change, I don't think I've ever stuck to me. No, no one does. I don't think I've ever really made any bold ones, to be honest. And the worst thing is, in January, you go, right, I'm going to go to the gym all the time now, and you start going, and you realise everyone else is at the same, you can't get on a <laughs> treadmill or... And you're sort of like, it's oh, shocking. well, at least I tried. It's too busy. I tried. Go cake. I failed. <laughs> That's this year fucked as well. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever made any or have you made any this year? Um, Not resolutions. Um, I don't, well, no, don't know. I've, I'm not going to drink wine in the house. That's very specific. On, well, I'm not doing dry January because I don't buy into it, but I'm not drinking wine in the house. I can drink gin unless, in bed, but I unless, can't drink yeah, wine in the house. Unless I've got company. Oh, right. Okay. Unless there's like people around and I'm socialising, I'm, I'm not going to be drinking wine in the house. In the house. So That's one of them. Kate's going to be spending January in the garden, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, anyone who follows our social media output will know that we need to pull off and get out a bit. <laughs> and this is mainly because I leave it all to Sam. So that's another <laughs> of my um, new, my resolutions is to be a bit more um, productive with um, Fix the World podcast because we want to get our followers up, don't we? You leave it all to me and I don't do fuck all either. So <laughs> what a team. Unfortunately, Sam is, is stuck with the problem that I am technically stupid as fuck. <laughs> I think everyone is though, aren't they? It's just... Stuff is quite easy to get your head around. It's just, it's just about, yeah. I'm good at yeah, untangling wires. Oh yeah, that, well, that, you, no one uses wires anymore, so that's pointless as well. Everything's wireless. See, I, I try as I might. <laughs> there we go. Try, as try. I might. another year. Another year. I said, I said I'd help more with the podcast. I said I'd untangle some wires, <laughs> get it thrown in my face. <laughs> you might be tuning into the last ever episode of Fix the World. I, I, I said to Kate, can you do more social media? She just sent me a scart lead in the post. <laughs> don't even know what it is. All neatly coiled. Oh. <laughs> a neatly coiled scart oh, lead. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I've got one New Year's resolution this year. Mm. It is, I'm going to do yoga once a week. Once. Once a week? No, I'm going to do it once a week. You should do it more than once a week if you're going to do it. I know, but I just feel like if I say it, I'm going to do it every day, I'm never going to do that. Mm. If I say it, I'm going to do it once a week, 
there's a good chance I'm not going to do that. But if I can just do it every couple of weeks, that would be... Because my back, it's all for my body. It's not really for my head. Mm. I know yoga's really good at, like, calming you down and stuff. But I just feel like my back and my hips, I'm just getting old. I feel getting it. old, creaking. Yeah. Making noises when you put your undies on. And take them off. They're, they're <laughs> yeah. more excitement no- noises because I'm chasing the bin men. Chasing the bin I've men. got your tip here. Not what you think. <laughs> they're like, we came last Tuesday. <laughs> we just got them on. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I, but I think I can stick to that. I got a present for uh, Christmas, which is an acupuncture mat off Rachel, which is all these spikes and it looks really uncomfortable. It looks a bit like a medieval How big is device. It? It's like a yoga mat. In fact, I thought it was a yoga mat, but it's filled with these spikes that are about... Metal you know, spikes? No, they're like hard plastic. And you lie on it, and it's meant to be agony for a bit, but then really nice. So I'm going to try that out. See oh, it's going to get you for a bit. Take some hot coals to walk over. <laughs> ah, yeah. <laughs> Sword swallowing lessons yeah. of Groupon. She's there every day making you mentally tougher. <laughs> Because yes. one day you'll have teenagers and you need to be. I need to be ready. Uh, you need to yeah. be ready for that. I'm just a project for her, basically. <laughs> so I'm going to do that. I do, I'm, I'm all into the self-improvement thing. I think since I hit 40, it's like, what can I do to just make myself not feel better, feel less worse? Less worse. That's bad grammar, isn't it? No, but that is that is an achievable goal, to try and feel less worse. That would be a great... New Year's. It could be like one of our slogans. Plan. Fix the world, making you feel less worse. <laughs> That's good though, isn't it? Because feeling better sounds quite pompous and unrealistic, but to feel less shit or less worse. That's I think my my one of mine is to just feel and be fitter. Mm. Um, I mean, not fitter because you know. <laughs> um, I mean, like physically fitter. I want to be able to. I think I want to like try and do a long run. Okay. Like How maybe, long? maybe, I mean, this, I might sound like an ass earlier, but 10K is probably my limit. 10K is quite far. Uh, because I'm not one of these people who thinks I'm going to run a marathon this year because I haven't got a marathon in me. Not since that time once. <laughs> 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 they, they would call marathons in those days, not yeah. Snickers. <laughs> by, the time, by the time they got it out, it was a Snickers though. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a, a, minute, a miniature here, a celebration <laughs> size. <laughs> <laughs> um, 10k is good 10k is roughly the distance from where we leave in Liverpool to where we record the podcast that's not 10k well 10k is about 7 miles is it well I couldn't run from it where we left to here maybe it's a bit further being a bit, bit dangerous on the motorway and it the, was, and the bridge <laughs> the Mersey gateway <laughs> would you have to pay the toll would yeah. you um, I could I could sort and of then coil might set it off <laughs> <laughs> all the speed what's the registration number of my coil doctor <laughs> number one you were a pioneer <laughs> that's a good target though you could build up to that over the over the year couldn't you well no the, the goal is for february my friends asked oh. me to do a run with them in oh, february soon. yeah so you need to stop eating shite and drinking shite and get, get on board with it don't i how far what's the furthest you've run Probably 5k. 5k, all right. So, you can, yeah, you can wait to that. I'm probably currently run about three without stopping. Yeah. But that's not far enough. No, not 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 for a 10k. <laughs> but, yeah, you can build up. It's all about building up, innit? It's all about... I do think that's the thing about January. You think, okay, what do I want to achieve this year? And you can think of whatever it is, whether it's physical, fitness, or some kind of career thing. Mm. 
And then you think, well, do I want to achieve that in the first week of January? No, of course don't, because that's not realistic. Do I want to achieve that by the end of December? Yeah, because you could achieve anything in a year, couldn't you? You could. And then it gets to March and you haven't started and you think, okay, it's going to be a bit more difficult. And then it's bonfire night and you still haven't started and you think, okay, I'll start again next year. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but then again in January you feel I did intend to be able to run 10K. Now I'm just happy to get a pair of elasticated kicks on. <laughs> <laughs> I am uh, very snug in all of my clothes at the moment and uh, I, I'm, I'm just, I, I feel like I need to throw a load of old clothes out but I'm going to wait till I can try and lose a bit of weight so I can have a bit more realistic Right, idea. don't throw anything else, anything out unless you haven't worn it for the, over a year. And then get rid. Yeah, if you pick something up and go, I haven't worn that in 12 months, Yeah. let it go. And I can't. I shouldn't be giving that advice because I can't do that. <laughs> I am a hoarder of clothes. I have got so many clothes that are just, they just need to be bins. My son's girlfriend on. was watching me clear out my wardrobe and I, I was looking at stuff and going, oh, I better keep that. And she was like, no, you don't throw it out at the show. And I was like, no, but it might, it might come back in fashion. You never know. And she was going, no, Kate, it won't. And I was like, well, I'm not throwing it out. And she <laughs> went, oh, I'll wait till you're out the room and I'll throw it out. And I was like, maybe I need that kind of intervention. Yeah, I think we all need that, don't we? We, yeah. we try and have a page every January in our house. We call it the page. And we basically do a room at a time and just throw out anything that's not unnecessary. Mm. And it works a dream until about Until you get to March. the kids' bedroom and you're like, oh, we can't really throw them out. <laughs> no. The kids have to stay. Probably cruel if we do that. And the bins are full because <laughs> it's after Christmas. I've said I'm not buying any uh, crisps and biscuits. After, from my next shop, everything that we've got there will get eaten. But yeah, after that... That makes no sense. No more. Yeah, you got you got to draw a line somewhere, haven't you? Um, I just didn't end up eating more bread, though. So who who works? Who, who's it good for ultimately? The man. Is it not better to have a chocolate digestive rather than a piece of toast? Um, I don't know what would be better or worse, but it depends if it's white bread or brown bread, mm. or whether you're putting whether you've got butter and Nutella and yeah. peanut butter, so it tastes like a snicker on a piece of bread. <laughs> mm. <laughs> whether you're making. A chocolate digestive sandwich, which doesn't sound that disgusting to me right now because I'm so hungry because <laughs> my calorie count is just, I don't Think know. Think as well, they put World's Strongest Men on on New Year's Day, Well, that's you? what I wanted to say. That was always New Year's Day, wasn't it? But it also they made you feel better about yourself because you think, look at the gut on them and they're strong. They were fat, weren't they? Yeah. That was when strong men could be fat as well. I think nowadays they're all... All these MMA fighters, they all look quite slim and yeah. in, in shape. But the gym where I when I go to to do my PTs is a strongman gym, and they're a different kind of gym because they are just men who and women who they don't want to be like thin. As they want, they just want to be strong. That yeah, is their goal, and that goal. is impressive. And like, there's a, in in the back of the gym. I don't know if I told you this. There's like a Ford, an old Ford Fiesta, but no engine in. And that's sometimes they lift that. That's that's the goal to that's lift like, the fiesta. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. And I'm there with two five kilo dumbbells going, <laughs> 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 like pathetic. Yeah, I think that's the thing. It's just if you can do something that makes you feel. I think if anyone can, if you can get to a point where you do something and you think, I couldn't have done that three months ago, you feel good, don't you? Yeah. You feel like you've achieved something. I know. Whatever it is, whether it's, you know, yeah. I couldn't have eaten that much food this time last month. I could never have drank three bottles of Prosecco in two hours. <laughs> but look, look at me now, Mom. Look at me now, Mama. I'm doing it. I'm dancing, Mama. <laughs> I'm dancing. Yeah. So, so we've all got, if we can achieve that kind of level of success. Salmon has mated a marathon a couple of years ago. 
and um, they barely did any training. And they're both fit lads, yeah. but they barely, they didn't train half as much as they probably should have. And when we went to watch them, we went stood at the finish line and we're there and time was moving on and there was like, one-legged vegans hopping past, and <laughs> it was like uh, the the Chester ninety-plus-year-old running club. They all went past, and like everybody who should have come behind them was coming past. And me and his girlfriend Robin are looking at each other, going, "Where are they? Why have Where are? I'm worried now." And like they did it in four hours, which was really good. That is a good time. But then I'm going, "How's like one-legged vegans be you? What's going on? <laughs> this is what you get for not training." Like I'm as like yeah, trainer. Your Mickey off Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It's so easy to criticize. I could I, 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 I did a half marathon once, and I was twenty three, and I just got back from a week in Ibiza, so I was I was very weak. And how long did it take you? Uh, it took me an hour and forty five minutes. That's was, really good. Yeah, because I was twenty three. Oh my god! Early trains. I was twenty. That's the thing. When you're twenty three, you don't realize how fucking great shape you're in how some good people you just have, some people just have it in, it them, in them do they like to be able to run do you know what though when I got it was at Sefton Park it was a big park in Liverpool I got a taxi there because I lived in town at the time got the taxi there and then I had to find the starting line and I said to this guy where's the starting line for the for the half marathon he went, I was the other side of the park so I sprinted across <laughs> the park which is about a mile and a half so really is it more got than a half got to the starting marathon? line and he went Go! I was like, Rah! oh my god! So I did, you know, I probably could have won. It's all right, my feet there. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, sorry. How would you fix New Year anyway? Hi, would hi hi hi. hi. Uh, I think <laughs> I would fix New Year by um, ah, oh, do you know what? For the dogs, I'd ban fireworks. <laughs> for the dogs. This one's for the dogs. This one's for the dogs. The fireworks are terrible by ours. It's like being in. Basra, yeah, or, or a more topical reference for war. Um, it's really, really loud. It's all the neighbours, like, I think they're competing with each other. Yeah, that's the thing. Some people now yeah. go out and buy them big, huge f- fireworks. God, yeah. I couldn't remember the word for fireworks <laughs> and haven't just said it literally two and a half minutes ago. Um, I think I'd ban New Year's resolutions. I'd ban the pressure of New Year. I'd ban that. Um, yeah. Unless my New Year's resolution could be to ban Christmas henceforth. New Year is is binned off. I always wonder what it would be like if Earth was a, a different planet where the year was much shorter, whether such emphasis would be placed on New Year's Eve. Like, you know, like if you well, live it's on... It's just an it, arbitrary day that someone yeah. once, many thousands of years ago, decided was the first day of the new year. Yeah. Someone clever, obviously, who, like, kept an eye on the sun and the moon and that, like, albeit... But, but that could be the 27th of June. Why is it up to them? Why can't I have New Year's Eve whenever you next want? Next week? New Year's Eve's a state of mind, isn't it? You could argue. You could. You know, it's whenever you want to have it in your yeah. head. But uh, I, I don't know. I would fix it. I, the fireworks one's a good one. I think I'd, I'd ban uh, old men in the pub from coming to try and neck you, and then you get old man spit on your face, and that, you can feel it drying. Well, isn't it's it not disgusting, very nice. the, the fact that you feel obliged to kiss someone just because it's New Year's Eve? It doesn't have to be, you know, I mean, just you, that, you don't like, have to do tongues, but sometimes you feel obliged, don't you? you've had a baby sham. You sometimes know? you feel obliged to neck, yeah. power neck, 85-year-old Reg, because <laughs> he's there, and oh, it might be his last. He's just lost his wife, I yeah. had to. That's Reg's last fandango. <laughs> Feasting on your He's face. in at five to twelve. Better take me teeth out. <laughs> <laughs> Nasty. 
<laughs> but yeah, New Year's resolutions, make them realistic. That's what I'd say. Cause that, and, or maybe make one rather than, some people have a list of them, don't they? I'm going to yeah. do this, I'm going to do that. Just like keep it simple. Keep, keep we're not being simple. very inspirational, I don't think. That's not what we're here to do. But like, if you're going to do it, no, it's one of them. If you're going to have a New Year's resolution, have one. But Resolve to go to the moon, have a good one. <laughs> don't have one where, oh, I'm going to give up wheat. That's boring. I'm gonna I'm gonna start smoking. That's realistic, isn't it? You yeah. can do that. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna. I think I have a really good new, a really one that's gonna be really hard to keep to, or really hard to achieve. Don't have the boring ones. <laughs> go big or go home. Yeah. So uh, let us know if you've got any New Year's resolutions that are frankly ridiculous. My or New Year's resolution. I've just thought of a new one: not to die of diabetes too or fatty t- tissue on my liver from too much. Indulgence. You make diabetes two sound like a sequel. Yeah. Like that coming soon this January. The revenge. Diabetes two. I know you're supposed to call it type two diabetes, but I prefer calling it type di- diabetes two. This time it's self inflicted. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. diabetes one. This time you don't have to pay for your prescriptions. <laughs> diabetes one is just um, is anyone can you, get it. You, you're born with it, aren't diabetes you? Diabetes two. Oh, yeah, I think yeah you can a, just diabetes a, two is like influenced by your diet and your yeah. life choices. Yeah. So, so there's more. So they're my people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's who yeah. my tribe are. That's why I want to hang the around with the buffet. Drink and eat so much that it changes their physiology <laughs> to the extent that it will inevitably kill them. Jump on my train, guys. That's commitment to the. Just watch you don't watch your amputee legs. <laughs> oh yeah, and maybe stop smoking as well. Mm. Uh, happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. I hope we've made it a good one for you. Even though we've talked about Sam's journey into Japanese words that we don't really know the the true meaning to. Yeah, I'll get back to you on this. If I'm not here next week. If anyone does know the Japanese term for lonely mouth, (laughs) um, please enlighten us. Send videos. The opposite of lonely mouth, party mouth. I think that's what bukkake is. Is that what it is? I don't know. But I'm just, you know, putting two and two together and uh, coming up with filth. Bukaki is party mouth. I don't know. It's, I mean, it makes sense, doesn't it? Probably does mean that. The party in my mouth and everyone's invited. Yeah. So uh, please RSVP to my party mouth invitation <laughs> and uh, we will be back next Hashtag week. Hashtag party mouth. <laughs> with another episode. Until then, see you soon. Bye.